What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hi, guys. Happy Wednesday. It's Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boca. So you know what that means. It's another episode where we've ditched the couch. We're grabbing the mics and we are breaking down all the wreckage. It's Unpolished Therapy. Good morning, Dr. B. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning to you, Rach. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I guess we're all sort of back in a groove and we're in our routine. Are we? Kind of doing our thing, right? Yeah, I'm still trying. It's been several weeks and I'm still trying to get back into the routine, but slowly but surely it's happening. Well, as you say though, or I guess Yoda, right? Don't try, I just do, do or yes. whatever. Did I botch that? I think you did, but my constant reminder is my dog's name is Yoda. So we named him Yoda to remind us of these inspiring quotes. And by the way, not living up to his name. No. But we're trying. We are trying or we're doing and we'll see how it works. How's that? Right, right. I was going to say those who can do, those who can't, Teach. I mean, I don't know if that's part of like the Yodaisms or whatever, but you know, in don't try, honesty, just do. Right, just do it. And in all honesty, I come from a household of Star Wars lovers. Mm-hmm. I have not necessarily jumped on the bandwagon, so I've piecemealed my Star Wars existence. And so you're asking the wrong person. All I know is that my Yoda is adorable. Okay, well, I want you to take a deep breath. Okay. All right, because I have some news. Speaking Uh of Yoda and speaking of can or can't or trying or not trying or just whatever. You're scaring me. I know. I don't want to scare you. Because I'm being very calm, but I do have some news because, like, I'm not even sure how this even happened. And I saw Elvis the other day, which this is sort of just an aside, but I kind of just want to mention I saw the movie Elvis. Oh, oh, oh. um, I thought you saw. Elvis. Oh, oh, like the ghost of Elvis. So now we have a bigger problem on our No, we have a bigger... Right. Like we're unpolished and now we're hallucinating. (laughs) No. So I saw Elvis and the movie and it was fantastic and I loved it. And I actually learned a lot. I guess we're a little bit younger than Mm -hmm. that generation when he was such a big star in the moment. But the expression, Elvis has left the building, the reason I bring it up is that (laughs) I think Rachel Silver Cohen, as you know her or knew her two days ago, has sort of left the building. And what I mean by that, and I hope you're sitting down for the listeners out there. Well, I took this leap of faith and the kids had come home from camp and we were all so happy to see each other. And they're fabulous, by the way. No complaints in that arena. But they came home. And I know we talked last season about being blended and our families. Mm -hmm. We were all blended together and everyone came for dinner. And my ex-husband and his wife and her two children and their two dogs. And I pulled in with my kids and my ex-husband had let himself into the house. And it was so amazing. We literally were like this little modern day blended family. But then we... Yeah. And it was fabulous. Again, no complaints. But so we had the dinner and everyone said their hellos and we're all happy, happy. And then, you know, after dinner, my older son wants to get in the car and remember how to drive because school was starting (laughs) the next day. And my younger son wanted to get in the car with him and go visit a friend in the neighborhood that he hadn't seen. And then my ex-husband looked at me and looked at his wife and was like, well, if they left, like we don't have to be here anymore. (laughs) So they scooped up the two dogs and the kids and everyone skedaddled out. And here I am, you know, Cinderella cleaning the dishes alone. And 
DB, I was like, wait a minute, what's happening here? And I'm a little lonely and sure. they're really growing up. And it all kind of hit me. And a couple of days prior to their homecoming, my best friend from growing up childhood mm-hmm. was down in Florida. She and her husband, her kids were at camp also, but they were down with their little dog. And while they were like going and doing and seeing, and they know that I work from home, they're like, do you want to take care of the dog for us for a couple hours? And I was like, okay. I'm like the worst babysitter. I don't even like dogs. I know. That's why I'm a little surprised that you said yes. But I said yes, just because again, it's a new year, it's a new season, it's a new me. And we're saying yes. And you know, and we're going to see how it goes. And, And it went great. And the dog was so cute. And I was like a really great aunt to the dog, right? Okay, I could see that. Yeah, so I had said to my friends, I'm really great at like part-time things. Like I'm a great part-time mom. I'm a great Mm -hmm. part-time dog person. I'm a great Mm -hmm. part-time, even girlfriend for that matter, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything permanent because maybe I have a little commitment issues, but maybe whatever, who cares? Maybe a lot of us do, it could be worse. Absolutely. Anyway, that being said, I mean, forget part-time because it turned into when everyone left the house in record time after we had dinner. Five days later, I now am the proud owner of a dog. <laughs> wait, okay? wait, so, no, 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 no. That is not even possible, Rachel. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Like I, I have I don't, a dog I, now. It's very rare that I'm left speechless. I'm, is it rendered speechless? Is that the phrase? You don't like dogs. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, apparently, you know, I don't like dogs. And according to like every friend of mine that I've had that has kind of heard through the grapevine, because it all happened so quickly. I didn't even tell anybody. And now everyone's like, wait, well, what happened was, let me back up. I mean, obviously, I'm not a good storyteller here. I'm I'm, all over the place. But this is like, the reason you're all over the place is because this is a bombshell was just dropped. I mean, in a million years, I would have thought maybe you won the lottery before. (laughs) Oh, wow. Do you think? Well, actually, I'll give the dog back. (laughs) I mean, I'm still not in love with the dog yet. We're getting there, but... So explain this because... Okay. Let me back up a few paces. So the kids came home. They kind of took off in no time flat. I was left alone and it kind of made me feel a little sad and the realization that they are growing up and while they're the greatest kids and I love them dearly, but they have their lives and they have their thing and whatever. But on top of that, as you know, I'm sure we've talked about this various times in several different podcasts, they've been begging me, begging me for a dog for as long as they could speak. And the answer was always a hard no. Okay. It's a huge responsibility. I know you say you're going to help, but I also am smart enough to know that you're not really going to help. Nope. It's a huge financial commitment. I don't want to spend the money. And I'm in smell. a right, and I can't stand the smell of dogs. And again, me and dogs were just not really friends. It just it is what it is. And they have two dogs at their dad's house, so right. there you go. Check it off the list. You have the dogs. Uh, and by the way, back to the whole part time. I'm good at a lot of things part time. When they all travel. I'm on the list of being the babysitter and I've already signed up for a babysitting stint, not just for the one dog, but for both dogs. And I've happily said yes. And that's fine. Again, part-time, part-time, sign me up. So last week though, my friend had been here and I was babysitting and it was very sweet and it kind of felt nice to have someone to pet and they don't talk back and blah, blah, blah. Then I went walking with one of my girlfriends Every other minute, we're stopping to say hello to a dog, which I have to tell you as an aside, like that's a little annoying to have to like stop every second. But again, I'm going to be unpolished. I'm going to be honest. That is annoying, but 
while we were stopping to talk to these dogs, maybe I just was having a sweet moment and just one dog was cuter than the next and they were so friendly. And my friend was encouraging me, you know what, Rachel? You're not getting any younger. The dogs really are your best friend. It's unconditional love. Every time you come home, they're happy to see you. They don't talk back. They don't this, they don't that. It was all positive, positive, positive. You obviously did not speak with me. I didn't speak with you. I didn't even... Well, no, I didn't speak with you. But she and my friend, listen, clearly she was... Why? I hope you're not going to be like, Rachel, I think this was a bad idea. Because ex post facto, it's already happened. I have a dog. The dog is in the house. The dog is in the crate downstairs. Because I am here to tell you, though, that... You know how we've talked in the past that if we only knew then what we know now... A, would we do it again? And B, if we were to do it again with the knowledge being power, Mm -hmm. I am now treating this dog as if it is a child with the now knowledge that I have 16, almost 17 years later as a parent. And guess what? This poor dog, I mean, the dog's adorable. We'll get to her in a second. But the poor dog doesn't know that now, okay, her mom is Mrs. Hannigan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. I am keeping and running a very tight tight ship. Uh And this is going to be the most well-behaved dog come hell nor high water. I mean, I'm into this dog now for the thousands. I can't even keep up. I don't even know how many. And we're doing it right. She had her first training lady come to the house today, the trainer. She's napping in the crate and I'm up here with you. And we are following an agenda and we are following a schedule. And the one thing I learned from the lesson today, which I think I am still all out of turn with the story, but it's that's okay. okay following. It's a dog's life and it is what totally. it is you're following, is that the, the trainer said the most helpful lesson I have learned so far is the dog is here to complement your life, not complicate your life. Okay. And that's what she said. And I'm sticking to it. And <laughs> that's where we're at. So with that being said, I have a dog in the house, a puppy. There are so many things that I have to say and process. And I'm putting on my non-dog owning hat. Oh, God. I'm going to be very objective about this. I'm very pleasantly surprised that there is now a dog in your home. I'm excited for you. I do think that puppies especially, but dogs in general, bring out the best in a family and that Mm -hmm. children should grow up with dogs or pets of some sort. But in my mind, there's only one pet and that's a dog. I know you. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I'm kind of processing (laughs) I know. Well, no shit. And I have to just tell you now that I guess my reputation precedes myself, okay? Because the talk of the town now is literally jaws on the floor, completely mind blown. They're like, Rachel who got a dog? They're like, what just happened? I mean, to the people listening, if I couldn't Rachel right now as she was telling me this, I would be like, okay, April Fool's, like in whatever month we're in, this is bullshit. There's no way. I can't even. And so I totally understand what, you know, word around town is because I'm dumbfounded by this. And how did you drop this to me on the podcast? How dare you catch me so off guard? I know, but I just, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, I just want to read, I mean, again, back to... More importantly, before we go back to anything, what kind of freaking dog did you get? Oh, okay. So I got a poodle, a purebred poodle. It's so cute that it looks, everyone thinks it's a doodle, which I didn't even, again, I'm not, you know, I'm just starting to become like a dog person, I guess. I didn't even know what a doodle, like I'm like a doodle, a poodle. People are like, well, it's a doodle. I'm like, no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a poodle. They're like, no, it's a doodle. I'm like, well, what's a doodle? Isn't a doodle like when it's a A mix, mix. a combination? And so now I have like people who 
like, don't believe you. Don't believe. I'm like, uh, okay, so are you telling me I'm wrong that like I don't even know what kind of dog I just got? It's a poodle. Okay, it's a poodle. His mom. She... I mean, her mom is a poodle. Okay. Her dad is a poodle. She's, a, She's poodle. a poodle. Does she have a name? She has a name. Her name. Dun dun dun. Drum roll, please. Her name, and I just want to preface this by saying, you know, my younger son's name is Harrison, right? Yeah. We call him Hattie. So the H, if I had had a little girl, this was what Hattie's name was going to be. And now that I finally, I guess I have a daughter now. You do. <laughs> you do. You're evening out the playing field right? in the house. Evening out the playing field in the house. Her name is Hazel. Hazel. Okay. Like sister yeah. Hazel. Her name is Hazel, okay. and she looks like a Hazel. She's really, really sweet. I have to just tell you, I'm thrilled. But I will tell you just some of the text messages that I have been getting from people. But I don't know. I guess like everyone in town thinks I'm just like this cold-hearted bitch or whatever. My mother-in-law sent me a text and she writes to me, I can't believe you got a dog. <laughs> okay, that's what I... From my ex-mother-in-law. I'm sorry. I was, okay. And I was going to point that out, that you didn't call her ex-mother-in-law, which I thought was rather endearing. Nope. Okay. So my ex-mother-in-law, but my mother-in-law, whatever. Okay. I can't believe you got a dog. My sister-in-law, okay, ex, but sister-in-law. I mean, I didn't tell anyone. I guess the boys did, right? So I got a text message from her that says, (laughs) I haven't spoken to her, you know, in months. Okay. I get a message from her that says, I hear you are getting a puppy. Then she writes, I was floored when the kids told us. I didn't believe them at first. (laughs) Okay. I I can empathize with that one or relate to it for sure. Yep. Then I got a text message from a friend who I didn't even tell because, again, this all happened so quickly. How could you not have told me you are getting a dog? And tomorrow? I mean, and the list goes on and on. I mean, no one is believing this at all. Right. So we know that this is not believable, but... It's so not believable, as she pointed out, and I asked earlier, how the hell do you get a dog in five days' time? I mean, we put on a waiting list for six months before our doodle came, and maybe that's because they had a manufacturer in the lab, for all I know, but how did you get one in five days? And what were your kids' reaction, and how did you give the dog to the boys? Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for indulging me and let me just sort of blab this out. So like, because once it's out, right? Okay. So I get, here's the other thing too that you know about me. I am very all or none. I'm very decisive. When I decide that I'm actually going to do something, I do, my word is gold and I, or silver, Mm -hmm. I should say. I stick to it (laughs) and then I make it happen. Um, That being said, I also am very specific in that I want to cross my T's and I want to dot my I's. So I really did my homework, even though you would say like, well, what'd you do the cliff note version of the homework? How did this get this done in five days? I cram, I cram for the course. Exactly. But back to one thing that I remember some non-therapy therapy therapy that you gave me, Dr. Boca, very early on in our podcast work together is that you said you think I thrive under pressure, that Mm I am a, I guess it was the procrastinator episode we did. Maybe if I had time to really think things through, I guess, depending on what it is. Well, I take that back. It's not about thinking it through. I guess it's just about doing it or not doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought this through so much, even though it was only a matter of a week to the point. And I kid you not, I had a consultation at the vet. Okay. (laughs) I, I had an appointment at the vet before I committed to the dog to ask certain questions, make sure that I have the right support around me because I am going in this as a virgin adult dog owner, right? I had a kid growing up, a kid, listen to me. I had a dog growing up when I was a kid, oh, I but I wasn't, 
Yeah, I did. And it was oh. a poodle to boot. Oh, okay. Um, but I was not in charge. I no. was the kid. It's so different. I'm the kid that, you know, oh, please, please, please. I promise I'll help. I promise I'll help. I didn't no. help. And I didn't even care, really. Mm. But now as the adult in the house, which, you know, I'm looking around I like, I can't believe I'm the adult. <laughs> it does fall on me. And the kids say they're going to help. And to some extent, maybe they will. But I have to assume that they won't. So I did go and speak with a vet. And I asked a million questions. I think he thinks I'm a sociopath and neurotic that like, wait, you're here, but you don't even have the dog yet. Well, it's kind of like when we interviewed pediatricians while the baby was still in our belly. Like these guys, women, right? Must have thought these people in this town are crazy, but we do it and we all do it. And good for you for doing your due diligence. Yeah. Listen, when I forget interviewing pediatricians, I went to an OBGYN before I even got pregnant. (laughs) I swear, true story. I mean, you can ask my crew to the point, literally, again, at least this is my track record with things that that are important to me. I went to the gynecologist, OB, whatever, and we sat down and I was a nervous wreck. I didn't even know what I was doing. And I said, all right, well, I guess we're ready to have a baby. And I mean, I know what you do, but like, I don't know what to do. Like, I know there's a method to the madness. There's got to be a science. What do we do? So why should now, 17 years later, there be anything different? I guess I'm going to get a dog. What do I do? Are you going to be the right vet? Can I count on you? I need a support system, et cetera, et cetera. Fine. So I did that. Check it off the list. Back to though how this all happened. When I went on the walk with my girlfriends and every other minute we were stopped by another dog, she really was encouraging me and said, look, our kids are getting older. You're alone. It is the best companionship. I guess I had kind of shared, you know, I'm lonely. I'm being Mm -hmm. honest. Um, My kids are older. They're in and out of the house. Even when I'm with them, I'm not really with them because Mm -hmm. they do have a life of their own. And that is how it should be. I want to point that out. I I get it. They're thriving. Um, Would it be better to maybe, you know, have a man in my bed instead of a dog in my bed? Probably. But with that being said, I'm going to be honest with you, Dr. Boca, Please. on my list of like, should I do this or should I not do this? I also consulted, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, with a psychic. Okay. And, Why do I think that's crazy? Well, I don't know. I think it's a little peculiar, but I did because my friend had found a breeder mm-hmm. and we found this beautiful dog. And I took the picture and I said, well, I need to make sure that like the stars are aligned. And as much as I'm a Virgo type A structured, whatever, you know that I do believe in the stars and I yes. do believe in what's meant to be. And I wanted the energy to be right. Okay. So fast forward, I had the appointment with the psychic. The psychic said, absolutely not even a question. You must get this dog. This is really going to do wonders for you. And to my point that I started to say about would it be better if there was a man in my bed instead of Mm -hmm. a dog at some point? What she said to me, and this is something that kind of like I got chills on. She said, this dog, you know, we normally, we as adults, humans, whatever, we train the dog. This dog, apparently, according to the psychic, is going to train me on how to love. And maybe this is kind of my stepping stone of what I need next to learn you know, I guess I failed at love in the human being department. Okay. Maybe this will help bridge the gap. Okay. So take a step back. You had me until the part where you failed. Okay. You okay. did not fail at loving a human being. Okay. What happens, and I do agree with the psychic that under the right circumstances with you, I do think that the spontaneity and the unconditional presence and love that you are going to get from this dog and breaking you out of the 
distancing that you do and the pushing away of this cute guy, a cute little being, or a furry little friend, when you can start welcoming that into your life and enjoying it and having joy and fun with that while still knowing that you can keep yourself and your boundaries and kind of not let it control you, but you control, you do it. I don't want to say control because we don't control other people, but when it comes to our, our dogs, we kind of do. We are in charge of that. I do think that this could be very, very cathartic and um, and really just a great thing for you. Okay. So I am on board with all of that. I will never say that you failed in love. That is taking it way off the, the unpolished train wreck um, track. So we're just going to back that up. But I do believe in all the other things. And I do think that that is why pets are very special and important for children to have, adults to have, because it is, it's a nurturing, loving, responsibility-forming experience to have that prepares us for other other things. Other yeah. Things. And I'm subscribing to that. And I'm buying in, I mean, literally and figuratively now. Literally but, and figuratively. But I also, back to any other topics that we've talked about, where we've said just because person A wants something, but person B doesn't, mm-hmm. and you, person A can't control person B, like we, that we all do right. things in our own time, in our own way. Our journey is our journey. No matter how long the kids were begging and begging and this and that or whatever, and how long I was, no, 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 no. When you're ready, it's sort of like all of a sudden, it's like this weight is lifted. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to deny that it hasn't the last several days haven't been difficult. You know, I mean, this is a whole different transition and it's a new learning curve and there's a new creature living in the home. But I can see already that it'll be one of those. And I don't need the whole, oh, I told you so. I said it was going to be the best thing ever. I don't need any of the I told you so's because I needed to tell myself so in my own time. And I'm not there yet. You know that. I I just want to retell this one little story because again, I, the Mrs. Hannigan or this non-animal lover that now all of a sudden I have to jump on board in the animal enthusiast column. When I did agree to do this, my friend who really was the impetus to all of this, we were going to meet at the pet store and she was going to help me like buy all the shit that you need for the dog. <laughs> so we were meeting and I, I got there, of course, on time, right? right of and course. Um, I walk in and I'm looking around and you know she sent me a text that she was there and I'm looking everywhere and I don't see her. So she calls me and she's like, where are you? I said, what do you mean? I'm at the store. I'm, I'm here. I'm calling your name. And she's like, I don't understand. I'm here too. Okay. So number one, I went to the wrong pet store. <laughs> okay. You were so, anxious. And I guess so. But, so I went okay. to the wrong store. So now finally, we I figure out where she is. I get to the right pet store. I walk in. We're already cracking up. She's gung-ho. She is Mrs. Dog. And she's got the card and she's already filling it up with shit. And I have no idea what's happening. I'm just sort of following along and picking out colors that I like and whatnot. <laughs> and then... Again, you know, I have true serum. I have to just be honest. Like, this is all a learning experience for me. In the middle of the store, there's these three dogs, like real dogs. And okay. they, I don't know, maybe they have like training sessions at the dog store. I don't know. I never go to a dog store. So these dogs are being trained and I'm completely not paying attention. And the trainer, this older woman comes up to us and says with such enthusiasm, oh my God, hi, would you like to say hi to the dog? To which I immediately am like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> why would I? I was like offended. 
kid. Then she's like, why would I want to say hi to like a dog I don't know? And like, you want me to pet your... Like, ew. No. And I am like repulsed. Okay. I can see and that my, and hear my, it. Yeah. yeah. And my friend is looking at me. She's like, elbowing me. Like, Rachel, stop. Like, you you're can't do store. that. You're in an A, you're in a pet store. B, you just bought a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you cannot like ixnay on the being a bitch a about other dogs a and start being nice, pet the dog. And I'm literally like, oh my Cringing. god, oh my god, what am I doing? What am I doing? And it was just sort of like innate. And I again, I'm going to have to kind of unwind that and unravel that. And sure, potentially, I guess having a dog now that will come in time as I now go on these walks. And now I guess I have mm-hmm. to talk to other people that also have dogs and communicate and correspond and be sure. friendly, neighborly. And, and wait till you start saying goodbye to the dog, okay? When you walk out the door, there will be that day where you go, have a good day, Yoda, or um, I love you, I'll be back soon. And you're like, wait a minute, he's a fucking dog, right? Right, So right. there's a couple of points I need to make to this. So part of the unraveling, last night, coincidentally, I was at my sister-in-law's house and they have like a six or eight month old boxer puppy. That's my niece's and another older dog. And my daughter came home from practice and she was all over the dog. And I literally said to my sister-in-law, I said, the greatest thing we ever did was get Yoda because my daughter was at three months old. The first time she met a dog, she was petrified. It was innate in her. She had never had any exposure to a dog before, never seen a dog, never met a dog. It was an innate response that she had And in a million years, if I would have thought she would have gone over to a boxer and like cuddled with him, I would have said never. So that is a pro of having the dog. And it's also unwinding those innate visceral reactions that we have. So I wanted to put that out there. Going way back, timing is everything in life. And I think that's a life lesson that we all know. And you're absolutely right. It had to be on your time. But what's interesting, as you were telling me this story, I'm like, oh, I can relate to this. And what I can relate to is the way that I make decisions. I perseverate. Okay, you know that word. It's one of my favorite words. But I perseverate on it internally in my head for what feels like forever. And it's probably only a couple of days like you do. But when I do it so internally that when I do it and make the decision, you just do it. Yeah. And to the outside world, it looks so impulsive, but it's really not impulsive because I've been processing it and getting my ducks in a row and looking at it forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And forever could be five minutes, but yeah, because I'm so deep in it, it feels like forever. But to the outside world, it wouldn't have, they would have expected it to be this long drawn out process. And it really oftentimes isn't. So I, I empathize with that piece of it where everyone's like, wait, what? I have one other thing that I have to say because I am a dog owner. I love my dog. I went in with every great intention of him being the most well-behaved, adaptable, like go on long walks dog. I've gone through multiple trainers. Oh no. I don't have that dog. And as the doctor in the room, I, as am unpolished as they come, the only person to blame is me. Okay we have to follow through. So all of these things that you are taking with your 17 years of experience, whatever the trainer says, do it. Because that is ultimately what's going to determine what kind of dog you have. On top of that, I have this great dog who barks at everything, scared of his own shadow. But I have to put this out there. Please, please, please. Oh, I'll still love you. I really, really will because you're you're you. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Please don't walk the dog in a stroller. 
please don't walk the dog in the show. I can't. I don't mean to judge anyone. I also have a much bigger dog, but I can't. I'm going around the mall. I think that there's the baby's missing. I want to check out how cute the baby is in the stroller. And it's a fucking dog. Okay, please. That's my only request. But if you do it, I'll still love you. But oh. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it out there now. Verbally, I'll even if you need me to write it on a contract and sign it, I will. I assure you that that a will never be me. Okay, and I think probably the fact that I'm so late in the game of like trying to like learn how to like be a dog lover, mm-hmm. I'm the person that cringes when I see like what what dogs are people too. Like you're gonna put your dog in a stroller, you're gonna take your dog to the supermarket. Like honestly, get a life. Like the dog again, the, the dog should complement your life. It doesn't need to to control your life, right? And I uh-huh. think that this is probably gonna bode well for me that I am so set in my ways and this dog is gonna have to learn my rules and I'm not gonna learn the dog's bad habits and rules. And, and I, I promise you, I am here to say, unpolishedly speaking, I will never have a stroller for my dog. I probably will not be one of these people either that dresses my dog, unless maybe it's Halloween and the kids make me. <laughs> no bows. But I kind of thought the bow thing was cute because again, I don't want that dog smell. The dog already has an appointment to get groomed tomorrow because I, I'm so paranoid that it's going to smell gross. And I said to the kids, I'm like, so do we do a bow? And they were like, oh no, bows are so silly. But I don't know. I thought maybe a bow would be cute. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? The groomers, well, the groomer oftentimes puts a bow. Yoda gets a bandana. I do want to make note to our listeners. You guys heard Rachel say this. So if I come back on a podcast one day and say, Rachel, what the fuck? I just saw you walking down the street and you had your dog popping out of your, you know, Chanel bag or in a stroller, I'm going to remind you and my listeners, you're going to stand behind me on this one. Okay. Well, number one, I don't own a Chanel bag. So, um, I wouldn't be putting her in my... Sh- Actually, if I do, maybe it was like my mom's and it's too small and, and okay. it wouldn't fit. So okay. that's not going to happen, number one. Number two, I promise you, I'm, I'm telling you, okay. I unpolishedly promise that I will not be one of those people that has a stroller for the dog. And I'll allow a bow because sometimes the groomers do put the bow in. Right. So yeah. So the, and back to your question about like how the kids reacted. The kids were thrilled. They, there was no, there's no secrets though. The kids are they're not babies. I needed to you know they, they've been asking and begging and and questioning and wanting for so long that if I was going to do it, they definitely I equated them in to the decision. And I said, you guys, look, this is what I'm thinking about, and I want the help. This is a family decision, and it's value add for us. And I know that you're getting older and you're busy and you're coming and going, but I want this to be for all of us. And I want the... Oh, look, there was Yoda too. I just heard Yoda barking. So they were absolutely thrilled. They're through the moon. They love her already. And it's so nice for me to see that of all the things that they have inherited from me, they did not inherit the non-dog loving gene because they've always been so sensitive, empathetic, and animal lovers Mm -hmm. right out of the gate. So I'm assuming they got that from the other side of the family. And I'm thrilled to death because now I'm actually learning from them. And it's really nice to see. I love it. I love it. And yes, that was my my Yoda who was barking as my daughter came home from school. We are unpolished here. So and he is my little sidekick sitting next to me all the time. So I hope that Hazel 
is your sidekick sitting next to you all the time. And I wish you a lot of patience right now. I do want to tell you one quick thing. When I grew up, I had a Bichon in middle school and high school. My mom got one when she got divorced. And I didn't realize this until I had my own dog. Every Friday, my mother would drive 35 minutes to drop him off to get groomed every single Friday. And it was to the breeder that gave us the dog. I never knew dogs smelled because he got groomed every single Friday. I got my dog and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't understand. Why does mine stink? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And now I understand it was because he got groomed every single Friday. So I hope that you can keep the dog clean and smelling beautiful. If not, you can wipe her down with these moist wipes that are scented. So if it doesn't smell good, I hope she doesn't have the Jewish stomach like mine does. I wish you patience. I hope you enjoy her and that she brings you so much love, tolerance, acceptance, joy. I would love to see you have a smile on your face at all times and really feel connected to her. And I wish you guys all the best with Hazel. Maybe one day Yoda and Hazel will have a little play date. Absolutely. That would be so much fun. I guess after the shots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But let's also just as we wrap it up, let's just throw it out to the listeners out there. Let's hear your unpolished pet stories. Do you have pets? Are you a pet lover? Are you a pet potentially not lover, sort of like me. <laughs> now, maybe you're on the fence. What are your pet names? That's a whole nother thing. You know, how do you derive a name for a pet? I know we talked last season about names for people, yeah. names for pets. I guess that's a whole nother animal. Ha ha ha. But tell us your pet stories. We always want to hear from you folks. You can email us. You can direct message us. We are at Unpolished Therapy on Facebook and Instagram. You can send us an email at unpolishedtherapy at gmail.com. Of course, on Twitter, we are at untherapy, although there's not a lot of pets know. popping up on Twitter for us no. there. But nevertheless, find us, reach out, like us, subscribe, share with your friends. We are back. Obviously, this is our new season. We definitely want to hear from you folks. DB, thanks for hanging out with me on a Wednesday. And I'm going to go walk my dog now, I guess. We don't I want accidents it. in the house. <laughs> Enjoy. And I love everything about this. So congratulations. Right. Have a great week, everyone. See you next time on the corner of Audacity and Advice, where our wheels and yours get spun upside down. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone. Like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage. <laughs>